this NLDS Game 2 edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app. Use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorches, where you can win 100 times your money. That's right, you can turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus, up to 500 bucks. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, the 9th of October. And we're going to have a look around the NLDS Game 2, uh, which are taking place later today. So we'll keep this short and snappy, give you a chance to get this consumed uh, before you make your plays later on. We'll also have a little look around um, what's gone on so far in the playoffs. It's been a fun start. Joining me bright and early today, we're on my time today. I feel like we're on my clock, not your clock, Dylan, for once. It's Mr. D. Rock, Dylan Rockford. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Mal. Good to be with you. Top of the morning to everyone in the chat. Got Riley, Jason, Matthew as well. So not just me. A lot of people up bright and early. Got the day off. Uh, Christopher Columbus Day. So it's been nice. Good good to have off. I feel like you people have a day off like every third Monday. Every third Monday, you're always celebrating some spurious shit or other. I mean, it's like absolute life of Riley. Talking about Riley in the chat. You've got the life of Riley, you boys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's just every year there's a new holiday that we get off. I love it. Um, I wish we could... Uh, I've, I've had a little window into your world today, handicapping these games and recording during the day. It's great, because in 25 minutes' time when we're finished, it's going to be 2.30 in the afternoon. The rest of the day is my own. I could spend some time with the family. I probably won't. I'll probably yeah. sit and watch the telly. I'll be watching shit daytime telly, which is one of the absolute joys of being off during the day. I've been watching Undercover Boss USA, right? I'm obviously all familiar with that. We have a version of that in this country, and it is so different, it's unbelievable. Like, you get to the end of the USA one, and say, right, there's $50,000 for your dying grandma, there's $30,000 for your brother's college tuition, um, you can have three weeks holiday. We get to the end of the British one, and they say, thanks for being a great employee, you can leave an hour early on Friday. That's the kind of difference. Like you, see, you know, you can go at four thirty on Friday instead of five thirty. Where in the US one, they get like a hundred thousand dollars worth of free stuff. Um, but yeah, shit, the daytime telly is the way forward. Um, so, playoff baseball. What a funny old weekend, Dylan. Um, I would. The first thing I would say is that all four favourites are now underdogs. Um, the entire series. Have flip flopped. Texas are a clear favourite. Minnesota are a favourite. The Phillies are a favourite, and the Diamondbacks are remarkably a favourite. So, I mean, it's been the typical kind of baseball thing. You can handicap them. You can look at them to the nth degree. But on such a short sample size, 
everybody's absolutely live. I mean, what have you uh, have you enjoyed the baseball over the weekend? Yeah, baseball over the weekend was pretty interesting. Like you said, everyone's a favorite. Uh, even the Twins. Twins come back and win yesterday, type the series 1-1. Now they're the favorite in the series at minus 114. But yeah, over the weekend, I mean, I just got to give credit to you guys because you guys really hit everything on the head. I put my bias in the, in the handicap. I, I was rooting for the Orioles, but Scott was right. It looked like the young kids, the inexperienced. The crowd was electric in Camden Yards, but just looked like... It, the moment was a little too big for them, so they're down 2-0 right now. I didn't think Kyle Bradish in the game one pitched all that bad, if I'm being honest. I like the piggyback of Andrew Heaney and Dane Dunning for the Rangers. Um, Astros won game one, like I said. Ha I'm happy for Carlos Carrasco as well. You know, he got a lot of slack, a lot of injury talk. A lot of people didn't want to pick him up because of that injury, but comes back, has a big game, too, in the place where he won a championship. So happy for Carlos Carrasco and the Phillies, man. I think they're Phillies and the Diamondbacks, I kind of think, have been the big surprise. Phillies bullpen has just been flat out amazing this postseason. Three games, they've only allowed one run. They have uh, nine strikeouts, just two walks, no home runs given up. I think that's really been the surprise. Holding up lineup like the Braves to zero runs is really impressive. Um, Spencer Strider, we knew he was going to allow a run or two up, but I mean, I, I just didn't expect uh, the Braves to lay a goose egg here at home of all places. So that was, I think that was the biggest shocker of the weekend for me. And then the Diamondbacks, I, I mean, we were talking offline. I just don't know <laughs> what happened to Clayton Kershaw, man. I turn on the game. And then I turn it off for like five minutes. I was flipping through uh, college football. I turn it back off. It's already six nothing, and he's out of the game. I go, oh, well, my my bet's done. So, I mean, I I honestly have no words. I do not know what happened with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, well, that was a really funny one because I worked late on Saturday night. I didn't get in till about two a.m. But the game started at two twenty, so I thought I'll maybe watch the first inning or whatever before I go to bed. Um, and yeah, I sat there for an hour and was absolutely stunned by what I saw. Well, we'll get onto those um, NLDS um, game one and game two in a minute. But yeah, Texas two nothing up. Baltimore, Texas are now the World Series favourites. Dylan um, plus three fifty, I think, for Texas, and then the minus twelve fifty to win the series now. And I think what we did see here was that Texas were just a little bit further forward in the sort of preparation, sort of mental preparation. We we part of the handicap was they were going to hit the ground running. They'd already had a series. And you can totally blue in the face about um, whether or not the little break benefits the teams that get a bye, because we'll never know, really. Um, you can't answer that question, because one team will come out and do well, and one team won't. But Texas were ready, like I said, they bounced back really well from that setback that they'd had on the last day of the season, and they came in with it. Bradish did pitch well, you were absolutely right. Bradish did nothing wrong at all, really. Um, but they did smash into... Uh, Rodriguez on Sunday evening, even though they were out hit 14 to 11. Um, I think Montgomery showed an adverse reaction to the seven innings he pitched in the wildcard series. I um, mean, they've got Nathan Yavaldi going Wednesday. Um, and I think Baltimore need to hope that each suffers the same reaction. But 2 0 up with Yavaldi at home. They've got two home games uh, to go and win it. I mean, Texas look home and host there. And that, that Houston Minnesota series is really well balanced now. It's well positioned at 1 1. Not much in the lines. Houston at even money. Minnesota is slightly favoured at minus 120. But I think the Twins will be delighted with their position. And again, they seem to take advantage of 
the momentum that they brought in for the wildcard series. Mm-hmm. Um, so next game up for them is really crucial at home with Sonny Gray on the mound. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their, their big chance uh, to go 2-1 up. That's okay, the only yeah. series I really, I, I guess, kind of got right. Because I did say Twins were going to steal one. And I thought they did a good job. Real quick, if I could go back to the Rangers real quick. Um, yeah. The guy Carter, he's just having yeah. a hell of a uh, playoff run. I mean, th- without him, Josh Jung had a big home run as well. And the guy uh, behind the plate, Heim, jo- Jonah Heim. Yeah, he's yeah, been great. Oh my God. So they, they really they really hit a gold mine on that kid. I, I think with Simeon Seeger, Seeger's so aggressive. He always swings at the first pitch, which I which I love. But Mitch Garver as well. I, I think this team, like you said, their favorite right now to win the World Series at plus three sixty. Do you find any value with them? With um no, the short answer. Um you see my sort of it wasn't a system play because I came down all of these individuals, but my at the start of the series, I ended up on all four dogs. And I'd mm-hmm. say I think two of them will win. Um, and you end up you end up with profit. Now all four have gone favourite. I'm not so one of them might slip. I'm not I'm not suggesting for a minute all four will win. Um, but I just thought it was a lot of them were far too close to call it the the Orioles we handicapped right. And I think and I've been quite high on the twins for quite a little while actually. I look back yeah. at our um uh, draft. Uh, do you remember we drafted sixteen yeah. teams at the start of the season? Yeah, um, and I've got the D backs and the Twins in um, from from the teams that I drafted, which you all laughed at. You all very much laughed at on day one. Because um, <laughs> I've also got the Padres and some other dog shit in there as well. So I think it's more by luck than judgment. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just um, they've all got themselves in good positions, and it set the series up nicely going forward because the wild card series were a bit of a damn squib in terms of excitement. Um, just in terms of sort of sport and jeopardy, you had four clean sweeps. Um, yeah. Texas look like they're in that position, but the rest of them, uh, we need the under, uh, we need the favourites, so the, the pre-series favourites to come from behind, and that should make uh, for good sport, really. And um, we'll get into these ALDS games. Um, I'll tell you about game time. Um, game time, um, helping you get tickets for events, which should not be stressful, but very occasionally is. Uh, and game time are helping you out with all of that. Um, I saw Sean was at SoFi last night, um, enjoying the Eagles, duffing up the Rams. His seats look great, just behind the end zone, by the uh, behind the pylon. He was about six rows back there. Looked absolutely brilliant. Uh, they were game time seats, and Sean said the experience was fantastic. Um, killer deals on last minute tickets. You'll get images of your seat views, low price guarantees, and the game time guarantee, where they credit you 110% of the difference if you can find a ticket in the same section. And row for less. Uh, so you can start looking forward to the event itself without having to panic about the ticketing situation. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Term supply, create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting spot of this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform. For parlays, player props, and game lines, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Uh, Hall of Fame bets. Parley Optimizer tool is an absolute beauty. It'll break down things like hit rates, expected probabilities, uh, players who's not, who's not, etc. Um, do all of this at Hall of Fame bets 
um, dot com or download the app. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So, um, NLDS, Philly at Atlanta. Um, obviously, Philly lead the series one to nothing. They shut out Atlanta. Uh, trivia, Dylan, how many times were Atlanta shut out in the regular season? Once. Nine times is the answer. Um, but yeah, they'd limited them to just five hits. Um, what I did notice was that Philly threw the absolute kitchen sink at this. They used seven pitchers um, behind... Uh, it was six six pitchers behind Ranger Suarez. He went three innings, and then they literally just threw everything at it. And why the hell not? You get one chance. Um, I noticed the you put on Twitter the other night about that stunning double play instigated by Trey oh, Turner. What a man! It was just, that was a real thing of beauty, wasn't it? Oh my god! It it I, it was like it was watching like. I can't even describe it. It was just so beautiful. It was like people yeah. mating in the infield. I, I thought it was a sure hit. I thought it was going to be an RBI. And then here comes Gold Glove, Trey Turner. And they turned it so effortlessly. I, I was lost to words. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. And I hate the yeah, Phillies, though. It was balletic. The diamond stop's great by itself. Uh, and then obviously you've got the shuttle pass to second. And then everyone has to do their job as well. The second baseman has to execute almost perfectly. Uh, to get the second runner by half a step. It was really good. Um, and the catcher's interference as well. Uh, base is loaded. Catches. That? Um, what do you know what got for me was the catcher's reaction. That was the telltale sign. He he said it exactly. That's what my friend said. He kind of like admitted, not admitted, but he reacted in a way where he kind of thought he did interfere a little bit. Yeah. He pulled his glove back and sort of, a bit like a naughty kid, like when I catch Bob in the biscuit tin. Like he had the same face. Like I haven't got my pockets aren't full of biscuits. What you're talking about? Like it was the same shit. So yeah, yeah, he knew. Um, so tonight's game. Um, so on the series now, Philly are minus one seventy five in Atlanta, a plus one fifty five. Um, Philly got a one nothing lead, and they have their one two punch going now. Uh, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. Uh, tonight will be Zach Wheeler against Max Free for Atlanta. Plus 135 for Philly, minus 156 for Atlanta. And the total set at eight. Um, had a little look at Zach Wheeler's numbers. 12 and six on the year, 361 ERA. He went six and two thirds against Miami in the wild card round, gave up five hits and one earned run, didn't walk anybody. Um, now, Miami and Atlanta are two very different propositions, obviously. Um, but this just to me demonstrate the wheeler won't give up anything cheap. It was the sort of the walk numbers. If Atlanta are going to get to him, they're going to have to get to him genuinely, you know, with their own ability. Wheeler, I don't think Wheeler's going to be at all nervous, wobbly, drop his arse, none of that. Um, Atlanta will have to do it genuinely. The first pick I did like here was an under five and a half strikeout prop on Wheeler, but it was quite heavily juiced. It was about minus 142 or something. Um, so I steered myself away from that. He did pitch at Atlanta on the 18th of September. Uh, six innings, three hits, one earned run on a homer. And then before that, I think it might have even been a start before he pitched against Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He gave up three home runs um, in six, six earned runs, three homers. All four of those runs were on homers to Olsen, Acuna, Azuna and Albies. So not really helpful when you try to pick one out. 
Um, so one good start against Atlanta, one bad start against Atlanta. So really, I, I had nothing, nothing on Wheeler at all here. Max Fried hasn't pitched since the 21st of September. He's had a blister. Um, eight and one on the year with a 255 ERA. Um, love this prop here. His outs prop, um, Max Fried outs is set at 14 and a half. And I really like the over. Um, the over is would be 12 and one in his last 13 starts, um, over 14 and a half outs. The only issue you've got is that blister. I think you have to take it on trust that he's ready to go. Um, now, obviously, we know pitchers can be on a bit of a short leash um, in the playoffs. Um, but I just think you, I'm happy to take his health on trust. In that record, 12-1, and one, um, with a price of minus 105, um, I'm happy to take that on. He pitched well at Philly on, on the 12th of September. Um, my game pick is going to be a first five under four and a half runs is at minus 125. I don't see why either pitcher won't go well here. Um, and the final play here I've got is Trey Turner um, over one and a half total bases is at plus 115. And he's a big game player. We saw that the other night. We saw that in the WBC. Um, he had two hits in that September game that we've just talked about, including a home run. And it's 11 for 30 um, in 33 plate appearances. He's had three walks, but 11 for 30 versus Max Reed. Uh, so that's a decent enough total. So, yeah, they're my three picks. Um, the first one is the, uh, where am I? Under, on the out, sorry. Uh, I lost, lost my thread there. Uh, Max Reed over, on the out, over 14 and a half outs is minus 105. Uh, the first five under, four and a half runs at minus 125. And Trey Turner, total bases at plus 115, Dylan. Yeah, so give me the Phillies here uh, on the money line plus one thirty six. I only made the Braves a minus one ten favorite. The one thing you know worrying me and backing the Braves is that you mentioned Max Fried hasn't pitched in eighteen days, and reports that I've read on X or Twitter, whatever you call it, the blister is actually really more damaging than we thought. So it could hurt him a little bit. And we've already seen somehow times this, even this postseason, how the extra rest can hurt you instead of going in your favor. So at plus 136, I think getting the hotter team has a lot of value. I think the way Wheeler has pitched in the playoffs against the Fish and against the Braves in the regular season combined with the plate discipline, their ability to score runs, I got to take the Phillies here again at this number. Plus 136, insane. I even like their team total over three and a half. They scored three runs in the first game, but they've gone over it in the other two games. And I also like an out prop as well. Zach Wheeler over 15 and a half outs at even money. You look at the three games that he's pitched against the Braves. He's gone over it in two of three. He went over it in game one against the Fish. I just think he's going to, especially since they threw the kitchen sink at the Braves in the first game, I think they're going to have to go five, five and two thirds, maybe six, two and two thirds innings. So I think he gets anywhere from anywhere from like 17 to 19 out. So I, I think Zach Wheeler, if he's pitching like he did against the fish, I think, I think he's going to go long in this game. So Zach Wheeler over 15 and a half outs at even money. I like the Phillies on the money line, and I even like their team total over three and a half at minus 110. One of the things I've enjoyed most about looking around these, these games is the fact that there's only two games. You have got time to look around all the markets. Obviously, when mm -hmm. we're doing a, a normal 15-day slate, it's just not feasible. 
Um, but when there's two games, you can't even look around the outmarket, all the milestones, the plate recorder win. Um, yeah, and it's, it's been a little bit different for me having a, a daytime to look around some of these uh, different markets. And there's a couple I really, I really like picking out. Um, absolute favourite coming up in the Dodgers game um, that I'll tell you about as well, a player prop. Um, D-backs Dodgers to follow um, after underdog fantasy. Um, great way to play alongside your football team all season long. Underdog introduce Scorchers, go five for five and pick them Scorchers. Enjoy a spicy 100x payout uh, for a limited time. Underdog's extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. Um, $100,000 Sundays continue. Um, 10 lucky winners get 10 grand each. Yikes. Uh, the underdog play of the week. I think we're out all last week. Dylan and everyone rolled their eyes, laughed at me. Christian McCaffrey under on the rushing yards, cashed without a sweat. It was 77, the line was. Um, I took the lower, finished on 50-something. Uh, and you threw out your CJ Stroud plus um, higher than 250 yards, 280 yards, wherever it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get involved with those. And my un underdog player of the day will be my LA Dodger player prop coming up. Um, so watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog, double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Okay, second up tonight is game two of the Do uh, Diamondbacks um, at Dodgers. Diamondbacks with the series lead, one to nothing, are now minus 140 to win the series with the Dodgers at plus 120. We talked, we touched on it a little bit, um, but I mean, yeah. What I like, obviously, I can't explain the Clayton Kershaw thing the same as nobody else can. But what I did like was that Arizona had a definite plan, um, and whether it worked or whether it didn't work, at least they're coming into something. How many times this year have we talked about? The Padres and the Blue Jays have got all the ability in the world, but just didn't seem to want to harness it towards anything. Yeah. Now, Arizona got up there. It's all right. They're not going to die wondering. That's what they thought. We are not going to die wondering. Let's just go and serve it up with them and see what happens. Um, this swung early and this swung often. Uh, they were really aggressive. And we mentioned the top three of that order, Marty, Carroll, who's an absolute stud, by the way. And then mm. Gabe Moreno as well. Gabe Moreno, for me, might be the trade of the year. Um, he might be absolutely be the addition of the year. And baseball is a game where if two or three players get hot, it's obviously a team game, but it, it, if two or three players can get hot, they can take it away from the opposition. Um, they got it early and often, and I thought they were great. That was the plan. Um, the Dodgers lined up just looks vulnerable. The, that outfield of Outman... Outman's been good, actually. Um, He's good. But yeah. he, he made a fielding error in the first half out of the game, just a little bit nervous. Um, and then Peralta and Haywood. I mean, that sounds like a Pittsburgh outfield. Like, if you say, oh, who's playing? If it's McCutcheon, Peralta and Haywood, you think, oh, yeah, that figures. But not the LA Dodgers. Um, game two, where you have Gallon at plus 135. You have Bobby Miller at minus 156. And a total of eight and a half, Dylan, you can lead us up. Real quick on the Arizona lineup, even Evan Longoria, old veteran, he's been really yeah. good at third base as well. So, yeah, this lineup, I, I appreciate them being very aggressive. Like, 
if a lot of people were doubting them, they shouldn't be doubting this team anymore because they could play. So no play on the side, uh, even though I did make the Dodgers a minus 140 favorite here in game two. Instead, because I do see plus 140s out there for Arizona. Instead of taking the snakes, I like the over a little more. Over eight at minus 120. I made my total eight and a half. Surprisingly enough, the snakes have been crushing the ball in the playoffs. They're averaging 7.3 runs per game. Two of the three games uh, in the postseason have gone over this number for them. So, again, and this is another position where I would even look at their team total over three and a half. That seems very low for a team that's raking right now. And Bobby Miller's last outing against the uh, against the Dodgers, he went four runs and six inning, and that game went over by a mile for the Dodgers. So I think both pitchers here are susceptible to give up a few runs. You got to think the Dodgers are going to act like the Snakes did in game one and come out with some urgency and some aggression and try to go and get a lead and play from from the front and not play catch-up baseball because that's losing baseball. If you're always playing catch-up, it's eventually going to catch up to you. So give me the over in the game. You got to sprinkle a little on the Snakes team total as well, three and a half. The way they've been hitting the ball, I think they could get to this bullpen as well. Remember, the bullpen was used up a lot in game one after going um, not even getting after the first inning. So yeah, I'm going to take the team total again for the snakes over three and a half and plus plus one forty. I, I, I think, I, I think it's worth a shot, but I do like the over. That's the official play. Uh, Michael Lee in the chat, new name to me. Welcome. Uh, Dodgers, uh, Braves. He's gone for the chalky uh, favorites. Money line parlay is Michael. Um, yeah. Zach Gallen, um, he, Six innings, two earned runs against the Brewers. I mean, he's been great all season. He wasn't razor sharp in that start against the Brewers. And I honestly wasn't sure about how he's going to go tonight, especially like you say, with the, the Dodgers coming out with that real sense of urgency. So I was really happy to leave Gallon kind of out of my of my handicapper stuff. Um, he has had two bad starts against the Dodgers this season as well. Mm. Um, I was more focused in on Bobby Miller here. Ten and four on the year three. 76 ERA was pressed into service a little bit sooner than any of us expected, I think. Um, but I like him, he's had a really good year. Hasn't been as good at home, has a 455 ERA at home, four and three record. But what he has given you is really consistent length. Um, he only pitched four in his last time at the Giants, but I think that was a maintenance issue. I think they just brought him out just to rest him up a little bit. He wasn't in any trouble, it's not like he was getting shellacked and they pulled him out. Um, before that, again, so we're on player outs here. Bobby Miller's outs. He's set at 15 and a half. So you'd have to go five and one third. Um, that's cash nine in a row. Um, it's before that giant start, which, like I say, it was maintenance. That would have hit nine in a row for Miller. And that's plus money. Uh, plus 115 um, is Bobby Miller to go over. He pitched against the Snakes on August the 28th, went six innings. Um, and then I did say I liked the. Dodgers player prop. And we'll go back to James Outman. Uh, we said he made a did a little boo-boo uh, in the field in game one. However, it's, uh, it's going to be his total bases prop, which is over 0.5, and the price is plus 265, which is mad. Face Gallon twice this year. Face one opening day, all the way back on May the 30th, March the 30th even. Um, he went two for three with a home run. Faced him again on August the 28th, um, went two for three with a home run. Uh, so four for six um, with two homers for James Outman against Zach Gallen, and we're getting plus 265 for one total base. Um, so I live in hope that Arizona can win because I've still got my 66 to one 
um, World Series ticket going. So I don't need to take a side because I'm cheering on the D-backs. But yeah, I like those two player props, which would be Bobby Miller over 15 and a half outs and James Outman over half a total base plus 265, Dylan. That's insane. Plus 265 is ridiculous. I'm looking at the book right now. I'm even seeing plus one and a half total bases for Outman at plus 190. So it's starting to come come up. But uh, no, I, I like Bobby Miller's as well. It's He's very consistent. When, when he's on, they usually let him go at least six, seven innings. So I do like that as well. Plus money on both plays. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully you get one over there. I just tried about an hour ago. To, uh, Bet MGM have just launched in the UK. Um, oh, nice. So I just I tried to open a, uh, a Bet MGM account to use some of the bonuses, all the free the free stuff that they give you. A just free to bets are the best. The... Sorry? I said the free bets are the best. And they yeah, just... thought, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, me nope. and the IT department have all got a thousand accounts each um, where we've used uh, those but I couldn't James Hogan wasn't listed they had just about every player who's ever played for the LA Dodgers going back to 1900 on that list but James Hogan wasn't on there um, so I'll have to check back later on and see if they add him in um, otherwise I'll just have to go with a standard my uh, my standard pick anyway um, but I think Dylan that's just uh, pretty much covered like I said I've enjoyed this I've enjoyed being able to look at a few different markets um, and I certainly enjoyed a bit of daytime handicapping for once rather than sitting here at Midnight talking to you boys. Um, anything else you want to add before we let the people go? No, just uh, good luck. Uh, it's been a struggle though, but I agree. I think it's hard to, you know, keep up with baseball, especially since college football, NFL has been going on. But I, I know I don't, I don't speak for you, but there's nothing like playoff baseball. When you're watching it, it's just much better than the regular season. So can't wait. Hopefully we have two good games tonight and uh, just good luck on all your bets. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Dylan. Um, appreciate you joining us so very early. Um, happy, what day is it? Christopher Columbus Day. Go out and, what you, I mean, how'd you celebrate that? You I'm, I mean, technically he discovered the Caribbean, but I'm not here to, to, to <laughs> say he discovered America. But yeah, just going to relax the day. And uh, yeah, we got Monday Night Football as well. We got any player props. I, I did hit the under. I followed you. So any more for today? Um. I'll be honest, the short answer is no. I've got, um, <laughs> I've taken the Raiders, uh, but I didn't have a very good week. After I sat here every night last week and told everyone that would listen, I went 15 and one last week. I think I'm something like four and nine or four and 10 this week. So I've completely and utterly ate shit and fully deserved after flexing my, my winning record last week. Till... <laughs> When's your birthday, Mal? Oh, mate, it's today, of all things. Oh, happy birthday. Why didn't you say anything? Hey, happy birthday. Because I'm very, very old, mate. Uh, how did you know that? Someone put it in the chat. Happy birthday, Mal, question mark. Uh, Matthew. Oh, okay. Ah, right. Ah, yeah, you're right. Matthew um, was in the NFL chat on the, the Premier League, I think, yesterday. Yeah, I've got a pile, or say a pile, a selection of really rubbish old man presents behind me, Dylan. Um, socks, you know, that's all. I sort of socks off me, mom, that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, nothing, nothing very I'm exciting. Offended. We, we've known each other for two and a half years now, and you didn't tell me when your birthday was. Oh, man, well, I guess I'm ancient, mate. I'm uh, I'm well and truly over it. I'm gonna sit well, here. Happy, happy birthday, though. Thank you very much. Thanks, uh, everyone who's now saying happy birthday in the chat, Trev, uh, Matthew, Riley. Um, yeah, well, let's have a birthday winner. Uh, let's get James yep. Outman. James Outman can be my present. 
um, over half a total base. Um, and for, from uh, from now on, we'll call October the 9th will be James Outman Day. Uh, every on the show. Uh, thanks, everyone. I'm laughing at Matthew saying he's got a ton of socks. Um, good luck with all your bets. Someone will be back tomorrow night. It's not me because I'm at work, but Moon, Af, Scott, uh, Lonte, maybe D. Um, have a fun day. Enjoy your day off, Dylan. Thanks for your birthday wishes. Pick some winners. We'll see you down the road. Cheers.